Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions. I hate them. Why? Well, first of all, because the gym overflows with earnest exercisers for two weeks every January, and my workouts take longer because I have to wait for the machines. By the third week of January, the crowd starts to clear out. By February, only a few who made resolutions remain. Based on the evidence at the local gym, New Year's resolutions don't work. Well, they work to sell gym memberships but little real transformation happens. I hate things that don't work. The whole preparing for the new year by making resolutions reminds me of the scene in Pride and Prejudice where the regal Lady Catherine insists that her daughter would be one of the best piano players if she had learned to play, the best dancer if she had learned to dance. We easily see ourselves as one of the best, if only we took the time to put in the work required to achieve that goal. We let the hype surrounding New Year's resolutions charm us into believing a fairy tale version of ourselves, and we all know what happens to castles in the sky. Poof, they vanish in February. How then do we reconcile the desire to change with actually changing? We like new starts new years, new decades, and first days of the week. But we also need to understand that unless we have intrinsic motivation for change, our resolutions will evaporate faster than an ice cube on asphalt in August in Austin. According to Greg Chertok in an article published in U.S. News & World Report, I'll leave a link in the show notes, when we work out for intrinsic reasons, we gain feelings of self-control and empowerment since our reasons are our own. In other words, don't rely on the New Year's resolution hype to bolster you through changes you're not ready to commit to. And just a quick review. Intrinsic means it comes from within. Extrinsic means it comes from without. Here are six hacks to help you find lasting solutions and set aside those New Year's resolutions. Hack number one. List new behaviors you would like to develop. Instead of falling for the resolution hype, spend time. It doesn't have to happen in December. Any month works just fine. Reflecting on areas in your life where you would like to experience transformation. Don't get hung up on whether the transformation seems doable. Just jot down a list of changes that you'd like to make. You can listen to Self-Care Hacks podcast episodes 001, 002, 003, and 004 for more information about goal setting. Hack number two, figure out your why. Once you finish your list, take time to write out why you want the transformation. For example, a couple years ago, I realized that I wasted immense amounts of time playing Candy Crush. It got so bad that I would pull out my phone during lulls in conversation at the dinner table. Candy Crush is not inherently evil, but for me, the relationship had gone from casual to way too intense. 
I didn't want to exclude people and shut them out because of a stupid game on my phone, so I knew why I needed to make a change. Hack number three, choose one or two highly intrinsic changes that you'd like to make. You're not trying to make a list for Santa. Just two or three things would be enough. In fact, you can start with just one. Research bears out my formula for finding solutions instead of just making resolutions. Susan Crass Whitbourne, PhD, explains in an article for Psychology Today that when you institute a change that you know you need to make, you will handle the situation more successfully if you employ problem-focused coping. She suggests that planning small steps towards accomplishing the goal and keeping track of your progress will also help you ultimately reach your goal. Hack number four, write a solution to a problem. For me, it looked like this. Problem? I spent too much time on a mindless app and I wanted to break up with Candy Crush. Why? I wanted to be present when I was around people and stop wasting time doing something that stressed me out. Candy Crush is stressful. Solution? Stop playing Candy Crush and choose a healthier habit for waiting in lines. I should mention the whole Candy Crush saga started when I was waiting in a long line and wanted something to do. You can only check your mail and Facebook so many times. When I identified the problem and discovered my why, I found it easy to come up with a solution and quit cold turkey. I had high intrinsic motivation. Hack number five. You might need to select an interim crutch or solution. Sometimes you'll need an interim solution to help you change a habit. For me, I decided to do something mindless that would at least earn airline mile points. So I started answering surveys. After three months without Candy Crush and using the survey crutch, I started using Pinterest for my blog and discovered an even better habit. Now when I need a mindless activity, I pin things to my boards that will help my readers. I've also found it helpful to give myself an alternative to the bad habit. In my personal Candy Crush saga, I substituted something that would help me by building airline miles and then serving my readers through Pinterest boards. If you don't have an instead of already planned out, it's easy to fall back into the undesirable habit. Hack number six, celebrate your victories. We don't celebrate our successes enough. I know, you might not want to make a big deal out of something, but if we don't celebrate, we fail to acknowledge our progress. Have many celebrations along the way, too. If you feel shy about celebrating in public, buy yourself a balloon or a bouquet, and when someone asks about the occasion, you can smile enigmatically and say, I'm celebrating a milestone. They don't need to know that it's one week without Candy Crush. When I started my healthy weight odyssey back in 2010, emotional eating had me firmly in its grip. I made a commitment to drinking a big glass of water and going for a 10-minute walk before I ate anything. This diversionary tactic worked like a charm. After 10 minutes of walking, the cravings disappeared. The time out in nature gave me a fresh perspective on whatever problem had made me emotional in the first place. I eventually lost 40 pounds. In both instances, candy crush and weight loss, I had a crutch in place to help distract me. We all need crutches at times to help support us through a transitional period, whether it's a physical or emotional transition. Here are some examples of resolutions that people make and some healthier solutions. 
one of them would be, I will eat healthier. That's a resolution. A solution would be, buy whole wheat flour and substitute it for half of the white flour in all of your recipes. As you accustom yourself to the taste, keep adding more whole wheat flour and taking out more of the white. Or, make a salad in the morning and eat it for lunch and supper before you dig into the other food. Those are solutions. Another resolution many people make is, I will lose weight. But that's not really going to help you. Instead, come up with a solution. Buy a pedometer and walk 10,000 steps a day. Walking just 75 minutes a week adds 1.8 years to your life. You could also give away your office chair and replace it with an exercise ball. You'll burn calories as you balance. Another resolution people make is, I will stress less. Here's a solution. Go outside and breathe deeply. Write it in your calendar. If you live someplace beautiful, keep your eyes open. If you live in the city, close your eyes and imagine someplace beautiful. Repeat throughout the day. Pray. Spend time in the morning, getting up earlier if you need to, to talk to God. Place your list of worries and goals and cares at his feet and let him worry about them. Another resolution people make is, I will take time for myself. Well, here's a solution. Just lace up your shoes and go for a walk. Schedule a haircut, a manicure, a massage, an outing with a friend, or time to work on a project. Whatever you do, make sure that you schedule self-care activities into your life. Another resolution some people make is, I will give up chocolate. Why would you ever want to make that resolution? But anyhow, the solution is, recognize that one piece of chocolate, eaten slowly and savored, satisfies you just as much as an entire chocolate bar. Probably more, since one piece of chocolate doesn't make you feel guilty. In addition, scientists have discovered that dark chocolate makes you more intelligent. So definitely, don't give up eating chocolate, especially dark chocolate. Just learn to eat it in moderation. So don't forget these six hacks that will help you prepare mentally for the new year and kiss your resolutions goodbye. Hack number one, list new behaviors you'd like to develop. Hack number two, Brainstorm the reasons you want to make those changes. Hack number three, choose two or three behaviors that have a high intrinsic value for you. Hack number four, plan out solutions to your problems. Hack number five, use interim crutches. Hack number six, celebrate your victories. Come back next week when I'll be interviewing William Daniel about his newly released joke book and how laughter is a form of self-care. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together, we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.